Hello, everybody. This is Ryan. This is Avery. And we are from the Frame by Frame King Crimson podcast. And you are listening to Pods Like Us. good you've been busy today then i'm busy every day i've got um i've got a thesis to write finals everything i'm just absolutely swamped and i've got work it's um yeah and i'm trying to watch the next generation as well i'm trying to find time for that all right well you watched it before didn't you when you were younger did you yeah 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 but i can't i can like semi-remember episodes because yeah. I, I watched it on its first run um, so going back and watching it it's kind of like watching a new series uh, and it's better than I thought it would be it's aged very well yeah yeah unlike a lot of sci-fi <laughs> yeah I see a lot of things in it that um, it kind of in a weird way it's, it kind of predicted the future with some of the technological elements in it yeah. Well, they invented MP3s, didn't they? Yeah. Um, silent sliding doors, things like that. I mean, that came before Next Gen. That was um, the original series, weren't it? Yeah. yeah the sliding doors. And, uh, and then they came along in real life. So. Yep. And the flip phone. Yeah, the flip phone. Uh, flip <laughs> phone, easy for me to say, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm on uh, about halfway through season two. I couldn't remember Whoopi Goldberg being in when I was younger. All right. That was a shock. Mm. Um, so, hang on. And I also can't remember um, John Luke being so stoic. Right, okay. He uh, I, he, ch- he changes after the Borg incident, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think that's... I, I think it's because it's early on. It's, I don't know whether it's the way it's been written or whether he wanted to be like a, um, you know, like a classical English actor. But yeah, he's, he's very, he's quite uptight, actually. Yeah, yeah. He's a bit uh, buttoned down, as they say. Yes, yes, yes. So, well, because it's one of the bite-sized things, we're, we're chatting already, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're straight into it. Cool. 
So let people know about yourself then, Sam. What do you actually do and um, all that sort of uh, stuff? Okay. Um, well, my name's Sam Wheatley. Um, I'm originally from Nottinghamshire. Um, I live in Spain these days and um, I'm a translator. I have my own business. Um, I, I translate, obviously, different languages to other languages, for whether it be for school, business, you know, any, anything, really, um, or, or even real-time translation where um, somebody, let's say, let's say for a sporting event, somebody's come over for, uh, from England, they don't speak Spanish, and they need a translator with them. I could do real-time translation as well. Uh, I also take, uh, I'm taking a, a, a university course in um, philosophy at the minute. So my life's really full, but I'm always trying to find time for myself. And great segue here, but come in. Um, uh, this is why I like listening to podcasts. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what is your history with podcasts then? What did you start listening to and how did you start listening to them how did you discover them well i've always felt that podcasts are now it's, it's kind of a modern day extension of the old broadcast radio yeah. um except now instead of say your favorite program on the radios between 2 and 4 p.m you have the flexibility of listening to it when you want to listen to it um i got into podcast listening to a boxing podcast called the nut house podcast yeah. Uh, which I still listen to, still going strong after many, many years, just because I'm a big fan of boxing. And it was a great way to keep up with boxing news and, and a bit of light-hearted chat about, about the sport. After that, I found, purely by accident, really, um, I found a Joe Rogan podcast, which is probably the most popular podcast in the world. Yeah. He's got to be up there. And that blew me away, you know, some of the things that he was talking about. Um, and it was more than just... in. What I was initially looking for was like updates on, on news, as in like sports, I like sports news or, or world events or whatever. Um, you know, the general chat of that, um, it blew me away. It's like it was something I've not heard before because you wouldn't hear something like the Joe Rogan podcast. You wouldn't hear that on like a mainstream radio show. It's, it's something that couldn't be done. And from there, I mean, it's just, it's just gone on, really. Um, I mean, my favourite at the minute is one by Laura Richards, who uh, worked for um, Scotland Yard, and she does a um, she does a crime podcast, a, a true crime podcast. Okay. And rather than um, focusing, as we tend to do in society, on the perpetrator, it's more from it, it, it focuses more on the victims. And um, it's weird to say I really enjoy it because it's about crime and it's about murders and stuff, but. Yeah, it gives another perspective and another dimension to these famous uh, crime cases that we all know of. Um, and that's probably my favourite, I think, to be honest. Yeah, I find that when I've watched thrillers about people being murdered and things, and I've thought, I've said to people, oh, I really enjoyed that, but you you almost feel like you don't want to ad admit it because it's like you're getting enjoyment from something that's, uh, dare you say, nasty. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like... I don't know if enjoy is the right word. I can't think yeah. of the right word. I, enjoyment would be like the, the catch-all word. That's what it is, you know. It's interesting and, and stuff. But, yeah, it's it's weird. It's Yeah, I can't say, oh, oh like, I, I absolutely enjoyed uh, what Fred and Rose West did because it didn't. It was despicable. But I enjoyed the coverage that 
say Laura Richards did from the victim standpoint, it gave me a different perspective on it. It gave it a more, a more almost a more real perspective on it, even though I lived through, for example, the Fred and Rosemary West case. And I think it's something that, as a society, we don't focus on enough. We always focus on, as I say, the perpetrator of any crime rather than the victims. The victims are almost a footnote in history. Yeah. So would you say you've got a wide taste in podcasts then? So you listen to all different types? Um, yeah, I kind of go through um, phases too. Yeah. Um, where if something, if I'm reading up on something and it interests me, I might even do like a Google search and to, like, um, to see if there's a podcast based along uh, or, or that investigates the thing that I'm researching purely because because it's nice to hear someone's um, someone else's point of view on on the on the subject um, and then that's that's how I get into a lot of, of the podcasts really is it, uh, kind of I seek them out but it's kind of by accident it's not that I've that I've looked particularly or that podcast is just that that's the one that I've started to listen to and I've got into. So what do you actually get out of the podcast then as a whole? And um, is there a certain quality that you're looking for in a podcast as well? Um, I think personally for me, I'm quite, um, I'm quite introverted. And even though I've lived where I live now for a long time, for over a decade, I still don't really socialise that much. Yeah. So a podcast for me, it's kind of like having a conversation but without having to talk. It's, you kind of feel like you're part of that conversation that's going on. It's also, um, it's also kind of a meditative device that I can relax and just switch everything off and just go into the, this... It's like a mini world of uh, where we're two people or three people or however many are having this conversation is something that I'm interested in, in and, it, and it's great for clearing the mind, you know, getting rid of the clutter. And obviously there's the enjoyment factor uh, just from a pure entertainment point of view as well. And I guess the last thing I get out of it is, is education. Yeah. We never stop learning, do we? So, um, and so I use that as part of my learning process as an, as an adult you know, to to hear experts in their field talk about things that they are experts um, experts on. I guess, yeah, that's that's really what I get out of it. That's the main thing. I'm sure there's, there's other smaller things. Um, in terms of what I look for in a podcast, I don't particularly... I mean, it could be two guys um, or two girls or whatever sat in front of a laptop on YouTube just chatting away. Um, I don't particularly look for quality in audio or, or visual yeah. um, I, I, I think the quality has to come within the content more than the technical side if it's something interesting and something that the people who are presenting the podcast are passionate about yeah. that will come across and I, be, I believe that will make a much better listening experience for the listener regardless of, of, of the quality of audio or video or, or any anything like that. So do you prefer shows where there's more than one person involved or don't you mind the uh, one man or one woman in front of a microphone talking about something? I don't really have a preference. I mean, I love the intimacy of a one-on-one conversation. Um, There's something you get from that. But I do like, um, I like when, um, when there's two guests that, 
are quite diametrically opposed on their opinions of the subject of the podcast, and it's and it's a heated debate. Yeah. Um, so I've not really got a preference. I, I guess it depends what the subject is, who the person is that's being interviewed, or persons. But no, no real preference between the two. Yeah, it's a bit like in politics where you listen to two politicians arguing out their points, and so that way you get a well-rounded look at the subject from the different angles and how different people look at it and you glean from that the information that you need to. Yes. Um, I think that's a fair and valid point. And also, um, I would rather listen to a podcast in which um, if there are various guests, those guests do have conflicting or opposing or different opinions on a subject rather than get four or five people that all think the same thing. Yeah. Um, I'd, rather, I'd rather see the whole of the argument and then, as you say, take what I feel the right answer or a correct argument from that than just hear one side of the debate. Yeah. It's a bit like, um, for instance, if you're listening to a conversation, one of these uh, film podcasts or whatever, where you've got uh, the presenters have differing taste, so they will see films differently. And from their different angles, things that they don't like, things that they do like individually, you pick up on that and you decide whether you want to watch that film or not. I've always, um, I've always had quite a personal um, dislike of, let's say, professional film critics. Yeah. I think that um, I think they've seen so many films, and there's the kind of they want a certain formula or a certain um, they're looking for something in particular. Um, I think it's a big reason why many action films, for example, aren't highly rated by film critics. Um, this is probably a reason why I won't listen to many film podcast i'd rather just go and see the after the fact i would listen to a film podcast and see <laughs> if i agree with the views but i wouldn't i wouldn't listen to um i wouldn't listen to a critic and, and a presenter let's say um, before i'd seen the film not not because of spoilers simply because i'd want to go there with an open mind and, and not have anyone's opinion uh in the back of my mind while watching while watching a particular film yeah so Changing tack slightly, would would you? Uh, I mean, you you've been on my show before a, yes. a couple of times. So, are you sort of open to podcasters asking you if you want to take part in their shows? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm 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 always up for a chat and a debate, um, as long as it's obviously it would have to be a subject that I was interested in. Yeah, not from um, even the podcaster's point of view but from a personal view you know I, I don't think I could justify let's say going on a podcast and speaking about I don't know um, motor racing for two hours because my knowledge isn't that extensive and I wouldn't be that passionate and I think that would come across in what I was saying so yeah. as long as the subject matter was right and yeah I, I'd love to do more podcasts uh, I really enjoy doing them um, I like listening to them I like listening back to them and uh, cringing at my voice, that's something I like to do. Um, yeah, of course, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm open to do uh, to do podcasts with, with whoever would uh, whoever would ask. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, the more often you do it, the more you get used to that voice. I will say that. Yeah, it's a little bit less w weird now. Um, but still, I, I hear myself. I, I sound really croaky and quite frog-like. But in my head, I sound like. Um, like some big tough 
action hero or something. So it's still, yeah, still a bit strange. One, one of the reasons why I don't sing. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm exactly the same. I, I'll, I'll sing like if there's a song on the radio or you know or whatever. I'll sing as soon as my voice, as soon as that red button comes on, I'm quiet as a mouse because I can't. I can't. It's just that's out of tune and everything. Even if it's not out of tune to my ears, it's out of tune. No, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I would prefer if you know going to songwriting because we both do music. I'd, I'd prefer to be writing for somebody else to sing the songs rather than me have to yeah. do it if, if the choice was there. Absolutely. I'm, I, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, I, I don't mind backing vocals no. uh, and harmonies. I'm okay with that. I can hear myself doing that. It, but the lead part, I, I, I hear so many uh, discrepancies in my voice because it is my voice. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm exactly with uh, with you on that I'd, I'd rather write for somebody else than, than write myself so if any podcasters want to get to hold of you for their shows then Sam where can they get hold of you um, well I'm on a number of platforms social media of course I mean you can always send me a uh, direct message on Facebook which uh, is Sam Wheatley I'll be there just you'll see on my profile lives in Bilbao that's me let me just make sure I get this right um my Twitter handle is at Mr. Kneecapper. Uh, that's M-R-N-E-E-K-A-P-P-A. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Instagram as well. Um, I'm active on Instagram. So if you send me a direct message, I'll, uh, I'll respond. You can, uh, uh, it's either Kneecapper, N-E-E-K-A-P-P-A, or you can search by my real name, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I come up on the search if you do that as well. Thanks, Sam. Anyway, thanks for thanks for that, Sam. That was that was great chatting with you. Yeah, no problem, no problem, Martin. Anytime. Um, as long as I'm cool. free, I'm, you know, if you need me, I'm I'm always here as long as you know I'm not busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the idea for this is to get the get the other angle, get it from the podcast listeners' point of view, as opposed to normally I'm talking to podcasters. I thought it might be interesting to to switch it round and try the other yeah. way around. Yeah, especially, yeah, especially uh, like myself. I, I, um, let's take uh, Jennifer uh, for example. Yeah, she's very very um, knowledgeable about uh, the technicality, uh, you know, the technical side to to to, to podcasting and broad, and broadcasting. And, and everything that goes into that, whereas myself, I'm not. Um, I'm, as you say, I'm coming from a listener's point of view. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah. I think I think that would, as you say, like a bite size. I think I think that works. I think it work in conjunction well with with your podcast. Uh, yeah. I'm open, yeah. so yeah. I'm, I'm learning new information. I'm getting new uh, new things out of your podcast rather than if I'm just listening to, as I say, like before, like a. I don't know, a sport podcast where I already know uh, 
I already know what people are talking about, etc. Cetera, et cetera. I've not got done any research or anything. I listen to your podcast sometimes. I, I've, I'm having to pause and Google things, you know, like, oh, what's, what's he talking about? And it's actually, it's, it's like an educational tool, as I was talking about before, because uh, new information and new knowledge to me. Yeah, in some cases it is to me as well, which is, <laughs> which is cool. Is that hard on the fly, though? Is that not hard to do on the fly? Um, Google ready, just in case. You, you will find that I will already have uh, listened to a number of their shows first. Yeah. So I'll, I will have that knowledge there already. So it's not really 100% on the fly. Um, of course, yeah, because you've got to research, obviously. Um, and then I've researched their subject as well, even even the sports ones, which I'm not much of a sports person. But even that one, when I talked to them, I researched the sports as well so that I was you know not is knowledgeable the word I, I had sort of knowledge to fall back no, on I understand it's so you've got you've no. got like you've got a foundation in place I yeah. Think, I think. yeah yeah I, I get that I get that and like I've said to a few of the podcasters it's, it's almost like a sign of respect as well that I've actually done my own work first before approaching them yeah I believe so yeah um, yeah, that is. It's very respectful towards the person that you approach, and I think that that would echo then not just directly to the person that you invite, but then they would tell another person, if you told another person within the podcasting community, if you would like to call it that. Yeah, you know, you would be like you'd be known more as a respectful as, as you know somebody that does their homework, does the research and stuff like that. I think that would go down better with. Uh, with the other podcasters in, in general. Kind of, you know, it's like you're giving them a platform on your show to show a little bit of themselves and what they're about and yeah, um, to sell themselves a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, and then from there, obviously, oh, oh this guy's really interesting. Oh, oh, this, oh this woman's talking about that. Oh, I would be inter- interested in that. And then, you go on to their, their show uh, and develop a, a relationship with their podcast as a listener. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, if I'm, if I'm talking to somebody who does like a Beatles-related podcast, I'll talk to them about that because that introduces people to what their knowledge is. And Because sometimes you'll listen to some programmes based on something and then they'll say stuff and you think, well, no, that's not true, that's not true, that's not true. So in a way, they're proving their knowledge so that you can discern between, you know, what you've not what you've heard before that you've not liked and suddenly you'll hear this person and think actually this person knows his onions so i'll listen to that show yeah definitely i think it's very easy it's very easy to be um, have a certain level of knowledge on, on, an, on any subject up to a point but real obviously if you're interested in let's say the beatles it's a real it's like your passion you don't want to listen to somebody that knows less than you do you no. And what's the point? Um, so yeah, you don't want any uh, not quite con artists, um, but you know you don't want somebody that's that doesn't know, as you say, doesn't know their stuff. You want somebody that's really you know, they've got the facts right, they know them, and and they're interesting at the same time. Yeah, if you're going for a history podcast, you'll listen to Dan Snow. You won't listen to Peter Kay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I have no doubt that Peter Kay would have a broad knowledge of history, but, yeah. not, an, but not even close to the level. You know, it, it would be a generalized, a, a general history sort of thing. Well, I mean, you're talking about history, yeah, rather than actual events, actual timelines, and people and places and everything. Absolutely. Having that knowledge at hand, uh, it would be like, yeah. If David Beckham came out and he said, I'm not doing a football podcast, I'm doing a uh, doing a space exploration podcast. Well, who's going to listen to that? You know, it's just, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly he'll come out and explain everything about space travel and you're like, wow. <laughs> yeah, oh, actually, this guy knows his stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, Sam, I'll let you get on. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you, I will let you go as well. Yeah. Um, thank you for having me on. Uh, that's been that's fine. It's been a pleasure as always. It, it has. Uh, yep. And uh, stay safe and stay well. And uh, I'll speak to you soon. Okay. You take care, mate. Catch you All soon. Right. Goodbye, Bye, mate. Bye.